A quick trigger warning for this one, my loves. We do talk about sexual abuse, especially of a child, so please be prepared. And if that's something you are uncomfortable with, I mean, we all should be uncomfortable with that. Uh, this might not be the episode for you. There's not a lot of graphic detail, but it is mentioned, and I just wanted to make sure to warn you guys ahead of time. again goblins and ghouls and welcome to another episode of my haunted life podcast with me your host Angela Hartshorn. I feel like you already know that by now though. You guys can you even believe that October is almost over? I'm not prepared. This is the time for you to go out and safely get your Halloween on. Find yourself a socially distanced pumpkin patch. Go buy Halloween candy and hide it around your house and trick-or-treat that way. I don't know. But just enjoy the season. Because we all should anyways. So, as many of you know, my day job is making witch hats and other witchy products. So this is definitely a crazy time of year for me. I started the podcast when things were incredibly slow during the pandemic for something to do. It was something I've always wanted to do and enjoyed and I had time. And now I don't have a whole lot. (laughs) Uh, I have grown very overwhelmed. Uh, So when October is over... I'll be taking some time off to relax and get ahead on the podcast. I'll only be gone probably two weeks. I will keep you updated on the Facebook page and group. I will be back. I enjoy this too much and I have some amazing guests set up for season two. I'm very excited about that. And don't worry. I have an absolutely fabulous Halloween episode planned for next week. So, let's get into it, shall we? Grab yourself a cup of tea. Make sure the doors are locked and the sage is close by. I have a story to tell you. Have you ever wondered what it's like to live in a haunted house? Spooky, disembodied footsteps walking down the hall. Voices whispering your name out of the dark. Things literally going bump in the night. Never actually being alone and that constantly watched feeling from no one. Sounds like a lot of fun, right? People always wonder why people don't leave the situation literally run out of the house in the middle of the night screaming and never coming back. Of course, there are instances like that, but overall, 
most people cannot help but stay in their haunted homes, usually because of financial reasons, or not really having anywhere else to go. Sometimes it's because they just refuse to leave and decide to fight for their home. My guest today is Shell Archer, who happens to be one badass creative friend of mine. She has lived in a haunted house for eight years, or at least she did. Today, Shell will tell us her story about being haunted, living in a haunted house, and taking back the control from an unseen force to protect her family. today with my dear friend Shell Archer of Archer's Arrow. So, oh, arrows. Uh, crap. Hello. Arrow. Thank you. Arrows. Arrows. Plural. I was right the first time. I've been drinking already. I bl- yeah, you're right. I, I blame Shell. Anyways, so <laughs> Shell, tell us about yourself. We know each other from Oddity shows. If you've seen any of my ridiculous Jeffrey Dahmer stuff that I've showcased a couple of times for different podcasts that's from this bitch right here oh yeah um i love everything that is serial killer and spooky and oddities um but we just put it on a twist so we put them on mugs and hot pads and (laughs) oven mitts and gosh cutting boards. i was like i have a cutting board um we're also yeah, I was going to say we're expanding to baby mobiles this year, um, which we did the Batmobile. Yes. Uh-uh. Which is pretty cute. Um, and then, of course, we've got um, little fairies that we're making right now. But oh. I run Archer's Arrows by Shell. Uh, it's an Etsy shop, but we also go to all of our oddities, which I love. Next year, yes. we're going to be going to 12 different oddities. And if you want to know which ones, you got to follow their page to hear their announcement on Halloween. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) Yes, because we cannot share the dates yet. We are not allowed. No, but we'll be there. We're going to be at 12, so I'm going to let you guess which 12 until we announce. I'm like, wait, I can start naming them. No, I can't. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, but I met Angela, what was it, last year at one of my slowest events. Mm Mm-hmm. and so we got to talk and really get to know each other. And she got to know my cousin, who is also my assistant. I adore Anna. Um, Anna is amazing. We adore Angela, though, like, so much. Aww. We also introduced her to hard seltzer. Yes. Which is what I'm drinking tonight. <laughs> my first White Claw. I had to send it to my cousin, and she was very proud. Yes. Uh, we had to make her as basic as possible, right? Yes. Right? <laughs> Cause that was that was Albuquerque, 
Right before. And when we say oddities, we mean the Oddities and Curiosities Expo, because there's like five million out there. But uh-huh. honestly, we go to the best one. Just saying. We go to the best one. It's the OG. Uh, Michelle and Tony put it on, and it's like literally my favorite event I've ever done in my life. Oh, yeah. No, I've, I've never had a bad show. I adore everyone there. Uh, I've been missing like the Oddities family like crazy. Um, we both live in Colorado, but, like, we're far <laughs> enough away that we don't see each other constantly. It's like a <laughs> so three-hour drive, yeah. Yeah, it's it's a long hour. Long hours, long hours. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> but, yeah, we the last time we hung out, when you got me um, on White Claw, was Albuquerque. And I remember us going out to eat and talking about the first reported case of covid in Colorado, we were in New Mexico where there's nothing yet, and I forgot about that. Yeah, and it was, and then that was March seventh, eighth, something yeah. like that. March seventh, and then it literally exploded. I feel like that whole next week because I remember my mom texting me after the show was over, and we went and saw the brother-in-law that. Hey, there's no toilet paper in Colorado. Buy some before you come home. And I'm like, I have no idea what the hell she's talking about. We like, like it exploded when we were gone. I swear. It was ridiculous. It really did. Like, it was crazy because as soon as we got back, everything was shut down. Yeah. So that was our last hurrah. And it just happened to be with each other. Yeah, it was fun. It was so much fun. That is margaritas and green chili. Yup, way too much margaritas and green chili that that day. Good thing it was like yeah. lower altitude because we would have been hurting. <laughs> oh, I would have been like, um, so we're calling an Uber. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan, run both of our booths for us. The so, three of us are useless. Jordan, wake, wake me up at nine thirty tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> That is one uh, thing. Jordan, I, yeah, Jordan is the, he's the booth husband when he goes. Like, he really is. He's he gets the booth husband. He gets stuck with all of us. <laughs> Hopefully uh, I'll get him to it. quite a bit of shows next year. We'll see what happens. But yeah, yes, so um, we were talking this year, this year, was it this year, was it? So it was Albuquerque. So it was Albuquerque or was it HearstCon? So if you don't get this. Uh, in our real lives, this we do a lot of vending shows together, and I think it was HearstCon. We were talking, and I was telling you about the podcast, and you were really excited about it, and you went, You're right. did I ever tell you about my house? <laughs> and I went, no, we usually, you know, talk serial killers, and <laughs> bullshit, and, you know whatever and I'm like no you've never told me about your house and so you started a little bit and then I was like no you have to shut up and you have to come on the podcast because this is insane yes you're right it was at the first con okay it was first con okay and that's in Denver for anyone who is curious I would like yeah, to say though Denver, and you have a hearse you better go to it next year because we're gonna be there I love that show. I was going to say, I'm going to throw this out there. If you ever hear me and Shell talking about doing a show together, we are probably next to each other because we've requested it every time. And we usually have 
Oh, so usually we always have a lot of fun. Oh, it was like drinks? Yeah, they're usually <laughs> drinking yeah, too. <laughs> what were we doing yeah. at Hearthcott? It was like White Claw and Slushy or something. Oh my gosh, well, because they had, it was hotter than hell. Yeah, it was. And so they had um, a snow cone thing that was outside. That's what And it was. we got snow cones and then put the white cloth in the snow cone and like the blueberry snow cone. If you want a white girl hack, total basic bitch stuff, snow cones <laughs> and white cloth, go to summer drink. Oh my You're God. You're welcome. It <laughs> was the greatest. And we, I mean, it's funny that we complain about it being hotter than hell because it was. But we were inside in the air conditioning. We had other vendors coming in and visiting, just dying. And we're like, no, we're pretty cool in here. What's the problem? It's dark in here and it's cool. Like, I don't don't get what the issue is. And we have White Claw and Snow Cone. Right? We need to make sure we're in there. store nachos. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. Those were amazing. Yeah. So, no, yeah, that was the event that I started to tell you what was going on. Like, so we have lived in this house on the 28th. It'll be eight years. Oh, so wow. many days. Wait, seven days in a week. Okay. <laughs> It'll be eight years. And um, so I started telling you the story about, like, the creepy shit that we had. And not only – so we've had people come in, like – my mom is super religious. When we first moved in, like, we pray, we prayed over the house, and we anointed it with oil and all that stuff, because that's what we've done in every single house since I've grown up in it. Makes sense. Um, and whatever we did, like, kind of set shit off. Yeah, like, mm. it, it kind of, like, set shit off. Um, so not only have we done that, but we've also done, like, communion in the house, and we had a priest come in, and the most recent one that we had literally a month ago was a shaman and that's been like the most like impactful thing that's happened in our house. Jesus. Um, but yeah, shit's been crazy. (laughs) God damn. So, okay. Uh, let's start at the beginning. What was like the first things you started noticing? Like, do you remember like the first like weird, like what the hell kind of thing? So this wasn't in our, house that we're living in currently this is going to help with the whole story though oh okay but i'm excited ray and i had recently been married um we got married when we were 21 so we we're super young we we're <laughs> really cute um we drank a lot which we still do apparently um <laughs> but we were sitting in our living room and i was talking about an event in my life and i'm not joking like our wall clock not only flew off the wall but it flew out and over so it was like three feet out two feet over how the wall like clock flew off okay so it wasn't just like a drop straight down kind of thing no it was like out and over whoa okay um at that point ray was like holy shit what was that um before that we were dating um (laughs) we had noticed different things at his parents' house, um, which like we were sitting in the hot tub one night and we saw a shadow walk across the yard and shut the, uh, the door to their shed, their like utility and lawnmower shed. 
And um, I looked at him and I was like, did you see that? And he was like, yeah, I didn't know if you saw it, though. And we're like, okay, that that's really fucking weird. Um, I also was house-sitting their house and, like, it was just me. I was watching their dogs and their horse. And they have a basement and they have one of those slide, like, those pocket doors. Okay. You have to twist the thing to, like, lock. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went downstairs. Huh? I said, yeah. Sorry. No, I think we're so, lagged. Like, yeah, one of those pockets. <laughs> yeah, we're a little bit delayed. So we had a pocket door that slid in, and it had, like, the, the lock thing. And I went downstairs because I noticed a light was on. And I'm like, I didn't, I didn't turn any lights on. Well, the door had been locked and shut with the light on in the basement. And I was like, okay, this is really freaking weird. Yeah. So I called my best friend. I was like, you got to come over. You're going to stay with me because I'm freaked out. We went back downstairs. The door was open like probably six inches. Mm. Light was still on. Reached in, shut the light off, went upstairs. Like, okay. So I've noticed things in my life happen since I was 15. Okay. Like just, just weird events. But I grew up in a very, very religious house. So some of those things I just brushed off to be like coincidence or like God things. I don't, I don't know how else to explain yeah, it. Yeah, just, just things. Um, yeah. But it was, it was just like kind of crazy stuff that I grew up with. So um, when all this was going on, it kind of didn't phase me as much until my husband was like, this is not normal shit. <laughs> okay what what we're dealing with is weird and the clock thing was the thing that really set him off where he was like what the hell like this isn't normal like it literally flew off and over and so we're like okay well you know we picked it up we didn't really address it which i don't know i don't know why (laughs) like looking back at this i don't know why well it's Um, scary you have to acknowledge it and that that sometimes you know ramps up the activity if you just plead ignorant with it it... well and that's just the thing is like i'm like okay so maybe like whatever maybe it's because we were drinking or i don't even know Mm -hmm. so fast forward to we moved into a house that was foreclosed on it was empty for about two years um Wow. One of our realtors actually told us that an animal had died in the house. And um, it was cleaned out before they started selling it because it was a bank-owned property. Um, hmm. But, like, the house stunk. It was really weird. Um, and when you walked in, it was almost like the sulfury, like, stinky, uh, dead smelling. <laughs> yeah. So This um, is a horror movie, literally. We, we proceeded to buy the house <laughs> because it was... In an amazing neighborhood for, like, crazy cheap. And so we moved in. um, And because the people were so mad when they foreclosed on them, they cut out all of the, like, all of the fans. They cut out out all of the light fixtures, everything. Like, they punched holes in the walls, things like that. So we spent a lot of time fixing up the house before we even moved in. Once we moved in, I installed this massive ceiling fan. Like, I'm not kidding you. It's probably six-foot blades. Like, it's huge because we have vaulted ceilings and stuff. So I installed this fan. Um, We were going to bed one night, and we're laying in bed, and all of a sudden the lights just turn off and on, turn off and on, and off and on, and off and on. And I'm like, what the fuck? And wired this like wrong or whatever. I'm like, no, like 
there's no way the fan would work and the light would work on a dimmer if I rewired it wrong. Hmm. So we're like, okay, well, maybe maybe the, the, the changer, like we had this remote thing for it, is stuck in the sofa. No, it was on the wall. So we're like, okay, so we shut the switches off, which is supposed to shut off the power to the fan completely. Yeah. And we go back to bed. And it does it again. It turns off and on and off and on and off and on. I'm like, okay, whatever. Like, I don't know what's going on. So we ended up going to sleep, falling asleep with that. Okay. Um, which I don't, again, I don't know. Like, ignorance is bliss, I guess. I yeah, you kind of just got to ignore it. Because if you, like, come at that straight on, you have to deal with it. Yeah. And not so, going to lie, I've done that plenty of times in my life. Ignored the spirit. Well, Keeps it easy. And it's, and it's kind of like, well, what, what am I supposed to do? Call an electrician and pay this much money for it? Like, no, no, yeah. we'll deal with it. Like, we'll figure this out. So I looked at the uh, the wiring again and like everything was fine. Um, but our Ray's one of his best friends. So about six months later, his best friend stays with us for a month and I am at work and I get a text message hit from him and he's like, oh my God something is going on in your house. I can't fucking figure it out. The oh. lights are turning off and on. And I was like, what are you talking about? So he sends me a video <sighs> and the lights are turning off and on and off and on and off and on. Oh my God. And he was like, I freaked the fuck out. Like, I'm leaving your guys' house on me so bad. Like, I don't know what's going on. And not only when he was sitting there was the light turning off and on like the fan would start rolling and then it would shut off like it was it was insane so someone's definitely playing so with this, like the manual wall kind of power went on for a while yeah like you're like okay it's like it's almost like someone like just flicking the yeah. switches up and down like, uh, that's, that's what it looked like. i don't like that yeah. do you have this video still i'm gonna have to look for it i it was in a text message so if i can still find oh, it it was from almost seven years ago yeah so, or over seven years now so i'm gonna have to look for it but um i mean jordan has told this story to so many people he'd be happy to tell you too. <laughs> but he was like i don't he's like what the fuck is going on and like for the longest time we did nothing with our basement so our basement was pretty much they did it by themselves it was done really bad so we had to tear the basement out oh but while we were down there like right now we're like we just feel like we're being watched constantly like it's just so weird and like pulling walls down and pulling up carpet and all this stuff and um like the crazy thing was is that that christmas my mother-in-law was like you know what i want to surprise you guys with something cool and I was like, okay, bring it. <laughs> so do you remember Sonia Fitzpatrick, who is the pet psychic? Yeah. So she bought us a reading from Sonia. Oh, God. Because we had adopted two rescue dogs. And we kind of wanted to hear, like, what they had to say. Because my mother-in-law's story is really cool about, like, what her animals had to say. Oh. So... She was super thrilled. Like she got us a, a reading from this pet psychic, who is very well known. And um, the pet psychic actually. So not only did she talk to our dogs, um, she also talked to the dead dog that was in our house. What? Yeah, <laughs> and then also a dead cat. So there were two. I just got goosebumps. I yeah. <laughs> so 
so there was a black cat um, that was here that passed away in our basement while the owners were gone. And then at some other point um, on the property, there was a German shepherd that passed exactly where our house is. And so she was talking to those spirits as well. But then she was also picking up a male spirit, which she doesn't normally talk to humans. But the male spirit came out and was talking to her. That's and creepy. And it was related to me, <laughs> the male spirit. Okay. Um, and he has been watching me for a while. So we'll just kind of keep putting that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but she she did tell me, like, I think that everything is okay as far as, like, I, I made sure that the, the pet's um, spirits passed on and that they know that they're safe and they're okay, which was Aww. good. Um, so every time that we've been to the oddities and there's been some sort of psychic mm-hmm. or someone that has been yeah. a medium, which you remember our first one we went to, yeah. um, the psychic actually sought me out. <laughs> yeah. That was weird. To let me know. Yeah. It was really weird. Like I sensed her walk in, like she sensed me. She had a reading for me and it was partially now that I understand it, like related to this that has been following me for so long which is a grandfather okay so uh what great grandfather and uh, huh. this has been contributing to the activity in our house okay <laughs> so we had before um at, well after sonia sorry i'm kind of jumping all over the place no you're fine you're i thought you were doing really good um, after Sonia talked to us and told us about like our animals and the entities that were with us and, and things like that, um, we thought that the whole activity in our house would stop and it never did. <laughs> so, um, lights would turn on and off. And a lot of the time it was when Ray would travel. So if mm. Ray was out of town, it would be much more active than when he was here. I don't like that. So Ray, Ray travels a lot um, for his fishing career, um, which is really rad. But when he would leave, I would have these, I guess, incidents or occurrences that would happen that I felt like was specifically towards me. <laughs> so Whoa. the lights would turn on, cabinets would shut, close, um... Mm-hmm. Like, a light in the basement would turn on, which is insane because we don't have power source to the basement except for one room. <laughs> and that was the light that would constantly turn on, and I'd have to go downstairs and shut it off, and then it would turn right back on. Uh, I'd just leave it. Like, it, it doesn't cost yeah. that much. <laughs> so after a while, I just left it because I was like, I'm not, I'm not going to deal with this. So we had a yeah. priest come in because um, at the time I felt like, um, after growing up in a really religious household, you kind of get guilted into going back to church at some point. Mm, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> so I went back to church, um, and I went to a Catholic church, which was amazing. And the priest was awesome. Like I would go to the Rio and have margaritas with him. I'm like not making this up. Like we would get drunk together. <laughs> I feel like that is such a you story is the thing that's killing me. I'm like that. Of course you would get drunk with your priest. And I'm like that, that sounds like shell. So I met him through a mutual friend that um, we worked out together and we would go to the Rio and he was like, I want to I go with you. So we would drink and I started to tell him what was going on in my house. 
And as we're three margaritas deep, she was like, this is not normal. Like, this is, can I come over? Can I come over and pray for your house? And I was like, I mean, sure, at this point, like, fuck it. Like, let's try whatever. (laughs) So, um, I was really apprehensive at first because I'm like, I don't know. Like, this is a new religious experience. I don't know if I'm comfortable with this kind of thing. Understandable. And I was like, you know what? whatever let's just bring him in so he came over and he actually brought this really cool placard which is a saint michael's placard which is supposed to be the um like protectant saint of your house yeah and he prayed over the plaque and he blessed it with holy water and all that stuff and we hung it up right by our bedroom okay um now he went in our in our living room and right where the fan was, he blessed the room. He did, all, like, all four corners of the house. Like, it was really cool. Um, and after that, the light issue stopped hmm. completely. So we haven't had issues with the lights turning on or off since then. Um, however, we have had issues. We have one of those IVACs. Have you heard of those? Like, like a Roomba kind of thing? It's almost like a Roomba, but it sits in one place, and you just, like, sweep it into the vacuum. Like, oh. it's, like, this square box. A lot of salons and stuff has it. Oh, so um, it's, like, a it's like an automatic dustpan kind of thing. Yes, okay. exactly. Okay. So, um, because we have two giant Rottweilers, I'm, like, sick of constantly sweeping up hair, and that's yeah. the easiest thing. But they're really well, cute. They're so cute, though. They're the biggest <laughs> assholes ever, but they're so cute. Um... So that started turning off and on at random times in the night. And it's on an automatic, like you have to literally put something in front of it and like it's a motion sensor mm. in order for it to turn on. Or you have to like switch the, the, the switch like to manual mode to turn it on. And um, so Ray and I were just like, I don't know, maybe dogs are going in front. And why are we like, Looking back at this, I'm like, oh, you guys are idiots. (laughs) Like, I'm going to be the first one that gets killed on the Cabin in the Woods episode. Oh, God. Um, So we just figured, you know, it's just, like, it's weird shit. Like, what? okay, whatever. But then any time chaos in our life really started happening, I would notice an entity that would follow me. Um, This has been going on, like I said, since I was 15. Mm -hmm. Um. I would wake up and there would be a shadow standing in the corner or a shadow standing right next to me in the room. Um, when I lived in the dorms, it was always like right here. No. Uh, insanity. Um, and I always thought like, I always had night terrors growing up and nightmares. So it's like, well, maybe it's just that kind of thing. And, um, didn't really start to click with me until this last year. Oh man. It's kind of crazy. Um, but started noticing it big time. So in, in March, actually right before the oddities in Albuquerque, we found out that there was a lady, um, who wanted us to adopt her child that she was pregnant with. And we weren't sure what we were going to do because again, like Ray and I have been wanting to have kids. I can't have them. Um, and so we're, we just didn't know what we were going to do. And when I found out about this is when I started noticing the occurrence of the shadow in my room, like multiple nights. Like I would wake up, 
I would wake up and it'd be like right here next to my head. Hmm. Um, and I, again, like when you deal with this, you don't necessarily think that you're sane. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, you question yourself. Like, what are you seeing? What's going on? Like, why is this here? And so I brushed it off for like ever. Well, that makes sense. Um, but since things have been so. I was going to say, it's really weird because uh, I've heard several stories from pregnant women, you know, ready to give birth, having issues like that, and they're just brushed off by doctors by it being, you know, pre-baby stress, or you're just, you know, hormonal, or you're just having bad, weird dreams. So that's inter that that's interesting. It's just that baby energy they're attracted to. Well, and I really think that individual spirits who feed off or who have fed off of your energy in past lives or who have fed off your energy at a different point in your life um, and who want to be an appearance and, like, be with you, mm -hmm. when something chaotic or something good is going on, they feed off of your energy even more. And so when I look back and I think about this entity that I've seen – multiple times in my life, many, many, many times, it's always been in really good times or really shit times. Okay. Um, I've seen them after I've woken up from surgeries. That's <laughs> I've creepy. seen them um, the day after our wedding. Um, I've seen them after we lost a pregnancy. Like I've seen mm. a lot of things and um, I haven't put this together until I talk to a therapist because I'm like, what the hell? And again, my therapist is really cool too. Cause he's a hypnotherapist. Oh, nice. So when I brought it up to him, cause I was like, I think I'm, I think I'm crazy. Like I literally, I told my husband this, so I was like, I think I'm crazy. Um, but he, I woke him up, up one night and this was probably in July. Um, freaking out because I saw the entity in our room, right at her bed and I thought I was having a night terror, and it was just, like, I couldn't deal with it at mm -hmm. that point. Like, couldn't handle. And um, when I woke him up, he was like, I don't, I don't see anything. What's going on? So um, he has kind of tracked this as well and the weirdness in our house. Okay. Um, and this entity that has followed me, I know now, was my great-grandfather. Okay. It is, and, I was going to ask if it's the same one. Okay. Yep. Um, and I know this for a fact, and I, I felt like I knew it from the get-go, um, because there was major abuse, um, sexual abuse that had happened in my life mm. with him. Mm. And my understanding is that he wanted to continue to, like, control me, even into his death. Jesus. And so for me, it's one of those things that I'm like, okay, well, like, this, this dude just wants to be here. He wants to be a part of my life, and I'm not... Like, now that we know that we're having a kid and all this stuff, like, I'm not going to have it. No. So I started really addressing it, um, and my husband was like, I don't think you're crazy. I think that spiritual things happen, and I've noticed it in our house for years. And then he was the one that brought up the clock thing, which I kind of forgot about. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know how I forgot about it. <laughs> but he was like, I've, I've been noticing this since we've been together. Like, when we were dating and we saw that shadow walk across my mom's yard, like... Shit's, shit's crazy like so um I did I talked to my therapist about it and I was like 
I know that I'm seeing this and like, I don't know what to do. And so he actually encouraged me as well to, to speak to a shaman, which like, I don't know a fucking shaman. Like, yeah. you just look it up in your phone book. Yeah. <laughs> where do you find a shaman? <laughs> okay. So where do you find so, a shaman? That's um, weird. Good question. Uh, again, like everything happens for a reason. And I truly believe that, but my husband is big into podcasts as am I, obviously. Yeah. Um, so it became he friends. was listening to a, a podcast called, um, afraid of the dark. Okay. And there's a shaman on there that his name is Brad little frog, which he's awesome. He's this like giant dude from, <laughs> I feel like he's, he's almost like Peter Griffin. Okay. In a shaman, in a shaman form. Like, okay. That's the only way I can really explain him. Um, but he had heard about him on this podcast and the guy was talking about, how um, individuals with autoimmunes, which I have, mm-hmm. um, tend to be haunted by those that cause the autoimmune. And so he oh. actually helps cast out and release the spirits so that they can actually go where the entities to go where they're meant to be. So either it's Whoa. crossing over, sending them back, or whatever they need to, to happen. Um, so... Ray was telling me, I just listened to this podcast. You need to listen to it. I'm like, okay. So I listened to it. And it was really good. Like this girl was dealing with autoimmune issues. Um, and he helped her. He's dealt with, um, autistic children as well, who hmm. tend to be more sensitive to spirits. Oh yeah. Like, um, but his approach is really cool because it's all about approaching it in love. Okay. Um, and I, I'm in the, I'm a believer of the religion of love. Like I've always, ever since I left the church, I believe that my religion is love. And, um, so when I heard this, I was like, okay, that's really, that's really interesting. Um, so he, he and I actually spoke after I reached out to him, which I was like, there's no way in hell this guy is going to reply to my email. Mm-hmm. Like, I sent him an email after I listened to the podcast. He's also got a, a movie. I need to find out what it's called. Um, I'll text it to you what the yeah. movie is called. Perfect. It's on Amazon Prime. It's really cool, though. Um, but he is also on that. And so I was like, you know what? What the hell? We're going through so much chaos right now. Um, we're in the middle of being stalked by a neighbor on top of things. <laughs> um, ever since we moved into this house, we've dealt with chaos. Yeah. Um, I've been sick constantly. Lights are turning on and off. Doors are opening and closing. Um, dogs are getting injured in the weirdest ways. Oh, I remember like that. that. Yeah. So um, I was like, something is going on and I just need to figure it out. And I felt like, for the longest time it's followed me mm-hmm. and now it's been completely confirmed that it's followed me yeah. but also speaking to brad little frog um i wrote him an email and i said hey like my name is shell we're getting ready to adopt a baby and i'm kind of freaking out because i saw this entity the last time i saw the entity before i reached out to him was standing over my bassinet in my bedroom mm-hmm. that i had just set up and at that point in my gut and in my like soul, I was like, nope, <laughs> like this has followed me for so long. I am not allowing this following my, my kid, mm-hmm. like, just not. And so when I reached out to him, it was like total mama bear moment. <laughs> it was like, 
we got to get this addressed because I'm not going to have my kid, my daughter deal with this. Yeah. Like, you know, um, so I wasn't expecting to hear back from him like at all. I'm like, dude has a podcast. Like he's got a video, like a movie about him. Like he's not going to reach out to me. And on, on his um, website, he even talks about like, if my spirits guide me to reach out to you, I will. Okay. So I'm just like, you know, the, eternal pessimist apparently that I am on that, that is level true. was like oh he's not he's not gonna reach out um and within a day he reached back out to me wow like, um my spirits contacted me and he's like I feel like I have to talk to you so oh, wow. we set up a time to get on a phone call we missed each other for about two and a half three weeks um with phone calls and we're like okay well let's talk so we got on the phone and I started telling him what we were going through. And he was like, yeah, yep. Like things that I have felt already are being like totally confirmed here. Mm-hmm. And so I'm in a firm belief, like I'm like, I'm not going to give him any of my information. I'm not going to tell him anything about me. Like if this is true, it's got to like really show it to yeah. me. Um, I'm the eternal, eternal skeptic. And I also want to make sure, like, I'm not just believing bullshit. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so, um, so I told him, he asked me, you know, what city do you live in? And I'm like, well, why? So he wanted to kind of know, like, the vicinity that we lived in. So I told him Colorado, and then I told him the city, and I wouldn't tell him any more than that. Okay. And he was like, okay, well, he's like, I... F- I'm zooming into that area and I know exactly where you're at. And he told me the street number, which was right on. Whoa. And so I was like, okay, like, yeah, that's it. And he was like, okay. He's like, well, I'm going to get off the phone. He's like, but I'm going to go in and I'm going to address this because again, he's in like Maine or something like that. He's on the East coast. And he's like, I want my spirits to go in and see what is going on there. And then I'm going to get a hold of you again. So we talked about like 10 minutes later and he's like, yes, it's confirmed what you're dealing with. There's one entity that's attached to you specifically. And then you have multiple portals in your house that have been opened. Oh shit. And I was like, okay. (laughs) So he's like, one of the first things I want to do is close those portals He's like, because some of the chaos that you're dealing with has not been from the entity that has followed you. It's actually people just passing through those okay, portals okay. that are causing chaos in your house. Makes sense. And Especially so multiple like, portals. Okay. Jesus. Yeah. So, yeah. Multiple. So I'm like, okay. So um, I got off the phone with him and about an hour later, I left my house since I work from home. I had to go and you know, run to the post office, came back home. And I was like, when I walked into my house, there was this lightness that I have never Hmm. ever experienced walking in. And I was like, what the heck? So sat down on my computer, started working and I, an email pops up from him and he was like, Hey, just want to let you know, I cleansed your house. Okay. So he shut the portals. Um, he talked to the entity that has been following me. And let him know that he is not welcome here, but in love and light, he is welcome to pass through and go see his family on the other side. So he passed him on. Um, and I'm not kidding you. 
he told me, he was like, this whole thing with your stalker and everything that's going on, I know within two weeks it's going to be resolved. Whoa. And literally two weeks from that day, we had a restraining order go permanent against the issue, like the individual that was stalking us. Oh, shit. So not only did that part go through, but also I have not seen the entity in our house. Um, We haven't had the vacuum turn on since. We haven't had a light turn on by itself since. Um, We can go into our basement without the lights, like, flickering and stuff. Um, it's, It's been, like this crazy cleansing experience (laughs) but um like I still know that there's work that I have to do on my end with the individual that was following me and closing that door but um I mean as far as our house goes and and feeling that it was haunted like (laughs) and I will use that term because it definitely when we would come in it felt like it was not our place yeah like it was not our home it was someone else's. Wow. So, like, this whole thing has just been insane going through it, but we haven't noticed anything since then. Wow. Yeah. I am so glad we waited to, to hear this story. Oh, my God. Well, and I know that we were going to talk about it, like, the end of July. Yeah. Um, and it didn't work out time-wise, and I'm, I'm really happy that it didn't, like, honestly. Um, because I really do feel like it probably would have stirred up more shit. That's true. In my house. Um, but now looking back at the whole thing and being able to realize, like, not only were we able to address this situation, like, um, I see a hypnotherapist on a regular basis and being able to talk to him about it and like close that door mentally as well for me. Good, good. Was super, was super important. But I mean, we're literally getting ready to have a baby, like any moment now yeah I mean you're like literally our hour we can literally count hours to win yeah at this point we can she induces yeah like we can count hours and it's insane but I I also like I know everything happens for a reason like including weird shit in your house that might follow you (laughs) like it this was a long thing kind of coming up in me that also made me realize like I'm a huge, huge supporter in therapy. Yeah. (laughs) And if you've gone through anything traumatic, um, I really do feel like those individuals that wreaked havoc on your life while they were alive can do it while they're dead because I saw it firsthand. Um, But for me to be able to like actually address that individual that did this, not only spiritually, but mentally and physically and like be able to release myself of it is huge. So oh, like, I'm getting chills just from that. Oh my God. But I mean, especially those individuals, like my grandpa was really deep into the Freemasons. Oh. Um, and so there's kind of like this weird spiritual aspect that is connected with that as well. Huh. That I'm like, like we are, my family has tried to like be released from it for years. And I think that for me, it's like the stepping stone that I needed was this whole thing. Wow. Yeah. I I had, I had no idea what the story was going to be. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I, I expected some scratching and, you know, knocks and 
lights turning on, you know, classic haunted house stuff. But no, like actually being followed and like pursued, and and I really do like in a weird way. This woman stalking us, like our next door neighbor stalking us, actually brought up the point of like. I've been stalked since I was 15, but Jesus. spiritually, not just, like, physically. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm, like, speechless. I'm, like, wine probably isn't helping. But, just, <laughs> wow, I, ha- yeah. So, yeah, that's the story <laughs> of the, uh. Haunting, haunting, haunting of Archer House. Um, but oh yeah, no, God. it's um, it's been really interesting, and like, um, even the point where my husband, like, because he's super sensitive to it, was like, "Wow, like, there's a huge difference walking into the house." Wow, like that same day. So yeah, wow, <laughs> that's amazing. Thank you, Shell, for being on. I adore you. So much. I'm still, like, speechless about this damn story. I, I, I'm so glad we waited and uh, just now did it. And I will get all your info and so people can go buy your fun stuff. I highly recommend it. I own several pieces now at this point. I was going to wear my Frankenstein shirt, but I don't know where it is in the laundry at the moment. Because I wore it the other day. Like oh, a door. I, <laughs> I know it's my favorite. Uh, well, thank you for having me, and I'm I'm happy I could tell you about my craziest story of my life. <laughs> I love it. Thanks, babe. Thank you all so much again for listening to another episode of my haunted life podcast. You guys are one amazing haunted spiritual entities I appreciate you so a big thank you to Shell Archer for being a part of the show today and sharing her incredibly insane story you can find her shop Archer's Arrows by Shell everywhere on social media for all of your serial killer and dark humored home decor if you like the podcast, please rate and review me on your favorite podcast apps. And I have the Facebook group. And we have a Facebook page now, which I think I might have said last week. I don't remember. Um, also, if you want to be a part of the show and go on ghost hunts with us, either physically or virtually, we have the Patreon. And you can get on and help on decide future episodes and all that good stuff so thank you again for listening and i hope you have a wonderful spooky week and i will see you next week time on my haunted life podcast bye